the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. I love that background, Kristen Weber. Uh, did we, <laughs> is she a comedian or a comedian? I, well, I didn't let's, hear let's see. that. Let's put up her official. T- ah, she's ah, a comedian. A comedian. Okay. Breaking down gender barriers, right, yes. left, rejection, <laughs> form of comedian. You know, that's why we like you so much, put you on the show, because you're one of those rule breakers, you. Yeah. I, yep, that is what I'm known for, is uh, pushing the limits. Hey, we, wa- we, want, we wanted to uh, catch up uh, a bit. First of all, uh, funny, I like the... Um, I guess it's a meme. I don't know if you took the picture or not. It's a post-it note that said this week's goals are to make goals. Did you do that or did you find that? Uh, no, I did that. My roommate and I did that because we were talking about um, we were talking talking about how we can just stay motivated since things are still, even though they've gone back, they're kind of on pause. Yeah. So we keep saying like we're going to write out our goals and put them on the fridge, and then we just still haven't. So we decided. <laughs> First goal needs to be to make goals, <laughs> and I'm I'm failing at it. I haven't actually come up with a solid list of goals. I think well, that- actually making the list of goals is probably a good place to start. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe you can make a list to make a list to make goals. Maybe that. Yeah, would help. exactly. Although yesterday I did, which I guess is semi-productive. Um, I did spend a good part of the day writing a parody to DJ Khaled's All I Do Is Win about finding raisins in food. So that's a start, I guess. I mean, it's not, I think, the productivity I had in mind, but it's the productivity uh, that I'm able to produce right now. So, oh, my goodness. Now, are you looking for... Are you looking for the raisins because you want to get rid of them or because you like them? Um, so finding, yeah, I don't like raisins. They, okay. I associate them with my mom being stressed because as a kid, like if we were hungry and she had five kids like we were always like mom we're hungry we're hungry she'd be like just go get some raisins and so (laughs) like every time I see them I just like my heart rate increases a little bit I just get a little stressed but I get mad like when something doesn't tell me there's raisins in it and I pop into it and there are raisins like there's a like just an anger that takes over that probably I should talk to somebody about but um i don't know if you think it's going to be chocolate chips and it turns out to be raisins yeah i have a line about that in the parody they're chocolate chip imposters and yes yes they are i have these like anything like they're just kind of an in-between taste and the texture is all like they're just sad demoralized grapes (laughs) (laughs) into food that don't belong Uh. I love it. That's funny. Yeah. There's so many things I want to say, but I don't think that I <laughs> that I can say. Kristen, <laughs> Kristen Weber, I had that picture while you were describing the whole raisin thing and the issues, the uh, the just the I don't know uh, the emotional issues you have with them in your family. I saw you in my mind with Doctor Phil. Your what uh, three? <laughs> your sisters and your mom, and you guys are trying to hash this thing out. Yeah. 
It's all because of the raisins. <laughs> all of my uh, all of my uh, issues can be stemmed back to the fact that uh, I was forced to get raisins as a child when I was hungry and. Now, now those old uh, '80s claymation oh, raisin uh, commercials. Did you ever see <laughs> oh, those? Oh, like the sun the singing the singing and, raisins. Oh, not the raisinettes, or no, that's a candy, right? Yeah, no, these were just singing raisins. They uh, sing uh, heard it through the grapevine, and uh, I mean, does that give you my nightmares if you see those? Yeah, or? they always kind of weirded me out then, and I don't think that's changed at all. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I wow. just, I didn't Terrifying. figure she was uh, old enough even to remember that. That's like ninety. That's like eighty six or something. Yeah, 80. it was in the eighties. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, so I would. I would have been young, but yeah, they were. They lasted through the nineties. They still had the commercials and stuff. I think, and because yeah. I found them when I would watch cartoons and stuff. Yep. Between like Scooby Doo, Bugs Bunny, <laughs> little dancing raisins. That's uh, they. They are your inspiration for your comedy, no doubt. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kristen, Kristen Weber, uh, on the, uh, on the stream yard with us and, and on the radio. Uh, so I, I saw a number of things on your Facebook and I'm mm-hmm. trying to just kind of put them in order as, as we go. I do want to talk about, uh, we just celebrated, uh, Memorial Day uh-huh. and there's a very, very, uh, emotion, uh, uh, touching clip, uh, from a chaplain that talked about your brother. And uh, was that an Air Force? I'm assuming that was an Air Force chaplain that did that clip on your Facebook. Yes, I think so. Um, I believe he was the chaplain that uh, notified my parents. Okay. Like they, they send a chaplain and then I think the closest officer um, to when a, when a soldier dies in combat, they send him. So I believe he was the chaplain that went with the officer to inform my parents that my brother had been killed. So they didn't even remember what he looked like. So I think they had been told he was going to be mentioned, but it was, it was interesting to hear his side of that night because we have our, we have in our minds what it looked like from, our perspective as being family yeah. and to hear it from somebody who didn't know him, who didn't know our family, uh, just to hear like what that's like. I mean, what a terrible side of that job to have to go. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. At 1130 PM at night or whatever time it was. And well, just have to tell them that your son is, is gone. Yeah. So it was a, yeah, it was an interesting, um, it was an interesting perspective to hear. I don't think any of us were expecting to hear it, um, but it was good. It was it was neat. And I listened to it. Uh, I listened to it. I went to a park and I listened to it. And there was a bagpiper <laughs> at the park that Memorial Day morning. <laughs> so I was listening to the preacher and then the bagpiper was in the background. I was like, oh, this is all so appropriate. And wow. Then, yeah. Wow. It was good. Well, and I, normally I would say no bagpipes, but I guess for that it would be oh, fitting, yeah. you know. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I had had my accordion with me after. Uh, you could have made a little band there. Challenged him to a duel, <laughs> uh, an obnoxious <laughs> instrument duel. Yeah. We would have made social distancing last a lot longer in that part of town. Oh my gosh! Well, it's yeah. a moving clip, and for those that uh, would like to see, it talks about basically, which I didn't know. Maybe you said it, and I just forgot that Mark was. Uh, an elite special forces member of the air force. I thought, wow. Hmm. And, uh, that a couple of your sisters are still in the military. I didn't realize that either. 
They are, yeah. So I have a uh, sister who is stationed, she and her husband are stationed in Germany. And they are both, they they can't, I don't think they can really say what they actually do. Yeah. Um, Because anytime I ask, they always start with like a sigh and they're like, (sighs) (laughs) what they're allowed to tell their accordion comedian sister slash in-law. And then my other sister is in the Coast Guard and she is helping build America's cybersecurity system. So those are my sisters. Now let's keep in mind that yesterday I spent most of the day writing a parody about razors. So (laughs) comparatively they they only wish that they could do that. We all know who's really contributing to the future of our nation. We know. And they wish that they could write parodies like that. Yeah, probably. Although they're both pretty funny though. I steal a lot of what they say and pass it off as my own, which they're very quick to tell me anytime they (laughs) watch my, watch my act. That's funny. Well, this may surprise you, but when people ask Dan and I, what we do, we have the same sigh. So, you know, people say, Hey, what do you do? We go, (sighs) you know, (laughs) but it's more of a disappointing sigh, isn't it, Dan? Sorry about that. All right, we got a couple of minutes. I wanted to talk about what you're doing. I noticed that you're uh, having what comedy writing classes. Are you doing that uh, on Facebook? What do you? How are you doing that? Yeah, so they're on Zoom. So I kind of started it as an experiment, and um, when COVID hit and like a quarter of America was pushed out of work for a while, I was among those. Um, because comedy became illegal, which I will always say, because it just makes me sound so hardcore, um, (laughs) that my job became illegal. Um, But I was just trying to brainstorm. I was like, okay, what can I do to uh, make rent, but also just have to do with my time. And so I was like, okay, I've taught and then I do comedy. Like those are the two skills I have in my bag. Both of those have been deemed non-essential by the government. It's like, how can I make them <laughs> leverage them in my favor? Um, so yeah, so I just advertised on Facebook and I was like, Hey, I'm going to start these classes. If anyone's interested, we actually, um, so the first month I had two classes, had about like 14 kids in two classes. And then last month I had like almost 30 people in four Wow. And it was really fun. The kids did really, I was surprised by a, how seriously they took it and then how funny and smart and brilliant some of these kids were. Um, so yeah, so I might offer it again in July, uh, as well. And I'm doing it, I think at a couple of camps, I'll be teaching the class I'm picked up for that. So maybe, it was a little surprise. Maybe that's a way for them to write some jokes for you to steal. Yeah. So exactly. you don't have to write anymore. Just take that yeah, off I, Yes, I did think that. I was like, oh, man, I so wish I could take some of these ideas <laughs> because some of them were really funny. Some yeah. of them were very clever. Very cool. Well, I was wondering if it was something like, uh, I mean, we should do a whole show, show about this comedy writing thing, and mm-hmm. we'll just set her up, say, okay, a funny thing happened to me on the way to the – and you fill in the uh, blank, no, and then, then, we, then we write it from there. Is that the kind of thing you do or what? Um. No. So I give them like little writing exercises um, and I'm blanking on all of them now that I'm being put on the spot, but I wrote out like a little curriculum. And so we would like listen to a little um, 
clip of a comedian and just kind of look at the joke structure of it. Okay. And so I would give them a topic and then I would have them kind of work on setups or I would have them work on transitions um, or just even a lot of comedies based on observations. So mm. a lot of what we did was kind of as a class and group operating like a writer's room and um, coming up with all our observations about a topic. And when you have seven people from seven different backgrounds, you get a lot of just different angles on something as simple as like your shoes being too small, mm. which for that age group, like that's something that happens pretty regularly because your right. feet grow <laughs> like crazy. So it's just interesting to see. Yeah. Just whatever random topics we came up with. So a great exercise. All that's right. Awesome. If you need piano voice, uh, comedy lessons, yeah. uh, see, uh, Kristen, self-defense. Right? Self-defense. I mean, yeah, look at my bruises. I, I was going to ask about those bruises. Is it? So, yeah, they're... Wait, hold on. Wait, I'm going to try to flex because I have a little bit of muscle and I'm so proud of it. And then there... Yeah, look at um, that. Yeah, my jujitsu classes started back. Uh, and within like the first week, it just looked like someone took a stick in like <laughs> my lungs. Because that's what happens when Celtic, people of Celtic descent take Brazilian martial arts. <laughs> beat up. But what does the other guy look like? That's what I, I want to I did give somebody a bloody nose uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And I felt so terrible like i gave myself mental bruises over that i was like maybe i'm not cut out for combat athletics <laughs> which is i'm gonna add somebody i heard somebody refer to it they're like we're, we're combat athletes and i was like i'm only gonna refer to myself as a combat athlete from now on yeah yeah i love it combat athlete <laughs> i need to write that down so the next time she's on the show that's how my introduction will go comedian yes, combat please. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me make it official here. I'm Yeah, go can, can you put that on there? Let's see. Uh there we go. There All we right. go. <laughs> Kristen Weber, comedian, combat athlete. I and love my it. sister, one of my sisters, they're so con- siblings are so nice to their other siblings sometimes she was like she was like this is good for you to do she goes because by looking at you nobody expects you to be able to do anything. <laughs> Thanks sis. Uh, like you man. have a moment of surprise <laughs> that's that's funny Kristen uh, we got to go we got to go to a break we appreciate you we do want to catch up with you again next six yeah. weeks two months or whatever see how you're faring and uh, they can follow you on Facebook how else can they get you well, right there KristenWeberOnline.com yeah that's one stop shop yeah I check my own email so you can email me through uh, the website awesome All right. well listen have a good day we'll be right back I'm Rick, I'm Rick Probst And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.